0: Good evening, everyone. I'm Ian James Wright from Washington, D.C. You're listening to a special bonus episode of The Alphabetical Fugazi. No guests today, just you and me. So, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, just kidding. Uh, There's this thing I had been meaning to do, which is... uh, After I uh, have done some episodes in the past, I've learned some additional things about the song in question. Um, You know, I try to do research beforehand, but there are things that certainly slip through the cracks that are either out there online to be found, or somebody uh, just uh, has a little bit of inside information or whatever. Um, So I thought I'd collect some of those and aggregate them. I'd been planning to do this, and I thought, uh, hey, maybe a little Christmas gift. So, I'll do that today. Um, I'll just point out a few songs that I've already done and some additional information. If uh, if you ever hear an episode and you notice that there's something that has been left out, some you know pertinent facts, please get in touch with me at fugaziataz at gmail.com. Yeah, if I get enough, I'll do another one of these addenda episodes, and that would be great. So first, let me start with Arpeggiator brendan said in a zine called perpetually 12 uh, which dedicated issue number 13 to fugazi and um uh, tip of the hat to Junter Hobbitz for this one uh, and yeah brendan just said about arpeggiator quote gee and i wrote that one together there's a version of that on instrument that's just the two of us in the basement at our house playing together end quote uh, so there you go arpeggiator he's a gee and brendan jam mostly for back-to-base, there are a few interesting things. So, first of all, the aforementioned Junter Hobbits uh, pointed out that there's one show, uh, October 27th, 1995, in Seattle, where Ian mentions that it is, quote, a song about wondering what you're doing and whether or not you have a good idea, and then going back to the very beginning and finding out that it's the wrong idea, that it was wrong then and it's still wrong, end quote. And uh, David Fisher wrote to me with a sort of similar finding. Uh, He said he just listened to the Back to Bass episode and uh, that Ian has said many times that the song is about punk bands signing with major labels and ultimately realizing that they had been doing it right in the first place, you know, before signing with a major. And uh, David points out there's a, a performance from November 6th, 1996 in Malaysia, where he sort of explains a similar thing. Um, but also about back to base, James Vidito said, uh, and I had not thought of this, but he said, across from Discord House and by Discord Direct, there is a 7-Eleven convenience store. Um, I often wondered if a developer hadn't made an offer to purchase the property uh, Discord Direct is on to expand the convenience store, and that's part of the inspiration for the lyrics. I have no proof, but for some reason that store has always played into my perception of this song, the extreme example, across, across from me, an extreme example, bringing you what they want 24 hours a day, a whole lot of not, but it's convenient. Yeah, that's a great catch, James. I, d- I have never actually visited Discord House, and uh, I just hopped on um, you know, Google Maps Street View, and sure enough, there's a 7-Eleven across from it. So yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Um, so thanks for writing in with that. Bed for the Scraping. In the Bed for the Scraping episode, my guest and I really struggled to find a coherent meaning, especially for the title line. But to go back again to that zine called Perpetually 12, this is another Brendan quote. It's funny because I would never suggest to Ian anything to play. I would more suggest to Guy because Guy and I have a sort of similar aesthetic. I was already comfortable with Guy, so I'd say, oh, here's this cool part. He'd say, that's good or no good, and I felt like we had a real dialogue. Joe, I could show stuff to. It was sort of like Ian's job to sort of respond with what to do with the pieces as an underpinning. He's always bringing things to solidify the big picture. That's why Bed for the Scraping ultimately was called that. You know, we need a bed, we need something for the scrapings to sit on, so that's where the title came from. So it was just, you can make all the noise you want, but it has to have a solid foundation underneath it. So that combination of elements is always part of something, no matter who brought in what part, other people were always trying to build that foundation. End quote. It's pretty good, right? Dear Justice Letter, In that episode, um, uh, Gee actually... Uh, was corresponding with me a little bit, and he told me a little about that song. Um, He said he listened to the episode, and he said, uh, quote, Part of me felt like, oh man, that song didn't work. They didn't pick up on the fact that the song is laced with quotations from blues songs. Maybe you got Last Fair Deal going down, but there was also take out some insurance on me, baby, shoot me lightly, etc., etc. Different lyrics I'd picked up over the years, and I wanted to thread the song with them because I was trying to suggest this is a political blues. A song about being sad about the Supreme Court as an institution is a weird, non-obvious theme to write on some level, so the idea of a Dear John letter breakup thing was a system on top of that, too. Stuff like that was what I was mushing together in my brain, writing it, but those details obviously didn't translate to everyone. End quote. And, uh, so... Uh, just as a as a note uh Jimmy Reed's song Take Out Some Insurance is the uh, the reference for uh, take out some insurance on me I'm not sure what Guy was referring to with the shoot me lightly reference um but uh yeah maybe if somebody else knows that and uh f- has finds some other references in the song to like old blues tunes um that's there for you to discover and uh so finally for both the songs FD and Fell Destroyed, a friend of the show Jared Coffin uh passed this along to me. He was uh corresponding with Guy a little himself. And so uh Guy says this about those two songs. The odd timing main riff was something I came up with up at Guilford House in Connecticut, where we sometimes went to work on songs and demo stuff on our eight track. It's the house shown in instrument. I had a few guitar ideas kicking around, and that was one we started on there during the Red Medicine era, but it didn't take it first. We came back around to it later and used it on end hits as a different song. The name F.D. itself comes from Fell Destroyed, as the two songs at some point had common lineage and shared sections before they were separated into two tunes. The title Fell Destroyed actually came from a tombstone that I saw up in Guilford in an old historic graveyard there. It was the grave of a child who had died before their first birthday back in the 1700s, and the extremely sad memorial carving on the stone mentioned the fell destroyer, meaning death. The use of the word fell as an adjective, meaning of an unhumanly cruel nature capable of destroying, lethal, dire, sinister, really struck me. It turns out that it is a phrase also used in a Wordsworth poem that I had read at some point, so it was possible it set off that echo in my head as well, but. Either way, I had it in mind as we were fucking around with song parts in Guilford. So the composite song was originally called Fell Destroyer, but I changed it as I refined the lyrics themes and as we split the songs. But that's the root of the title of those two songs for what it's worth. End quote. And just to round things out, um, I, I looked that up. So Wordsworth uh, uh, wrote this poem called Prelude. It's sort of like a long autobiographical poem in blank verse. I don't think he ever actually finished it. It's a a very personal work, and it talks about a lot of details of Wordsworth's life, and the part in question he's talking about as a kid going around trapping these birds called woodcocks with springes. That's like a kind of snare that you'd use in hunting small game like that. So I guess I'll just quote from that poem, and uh, you can see where the line came from. So, Well I call to mind... T'was at an early age, ere I had seen nine summers, when upon the mountain slope the frost and breath of frosty wind had snapped the last autumnal crocus. T'was my joy to wander half the night among the cliffs and the smooth hollows where the woodcocks ran along the open turf. In thought and wish that time, my shoulder all with springes hung, I was a fell destroyer. On the heights, scudding away from snare to snare, I plied my anxious visitation, hurrying on, still hurrying, hurrying onward. Moon and stars were shining o'er my head. I was alone, and seemed to be a trouble to the peace that was among them. So, there you go. Happy holidays, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow for our regularly scheduled episode.